What can you expect as a Two Wild Orchids member on the twowildorchids.com site? Well, you can expect one-on-one videos with me. You can expect to hear audios and recorded content that you've never heard before. And most exciting, I'm coaching couples and I'm actually putting up the coaching into the site because sometimes it's easier to hear what's going on with you when you hear it's going on with someone else. When you're trying to figure out your feelings, it's easier to hear that other people feel the same way. So if you want to see what's going on, head over to twowildorchids.com, check out the membership site, let me know what you want to talk about, because I'm happy to make content just for you. This has been such a passion project of mine to be able to have one-on-one conversations with you, conversations that nobody can censor and no one can um, can shut us down like Instagram or Facebook. So head over to twowildorchids.com and let's hang out together. That's where I'm spending my time these days and I can't wait to see you there. FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. Hello, my loves. I am Sean Lee, and this is the Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And I am super excited to introduce a guest on the show. As you know, my new partner this year is you, and this is one of our Two Wild Orchids fans. She's been a longtime fan. She's also an incredible trans woman. And I had to ask the questions. I mean, you know, I got to tell you, she was such a good sport because I asked her if um, she could come on the show. She agreed to come on the show. And then after she showed up here, I said, okay, here's what I want to do. There's this list online of all of the, the, the questions you shouldn't ask a trans person, and I want to ask them to you. <laughs> and so she was such a good sport. And the longer interview is available in the Two Wild Orchids uh website, twoeldorchids.com, and you can go check that out. But this is our short version of the wonderful, wonderful Marion Twain. So I am so appreciative that she came on the show and played with me for as long as she did. I hope you enjoy it, and I can't wait to hear what you think. And so I am sitting here with Marion Twain, who you may know if you are in the Two Wild Orchids Facebook group. Didn't you win a gift certificate? I did win the $25 Amazon gift card. You did. And if you're part of our Two Wild Orchids Facebook group, you'll know when I run the contest again. All you have to do is leave us a review, let us know you did it, and you are automatically entered in the drawing, but you'll know by going to the Two Wild Orchids Facebook group and getting in there where all of our friends are playing. But I sent you a message and said, I have a friend. She wants to have a chick with a dick. By the way, if I offend anyone in advance, y'all know me. Like, it's going to happen. Get over it. Okay. But I, she wants, she has a fantasy of wanting to have sex with a trans person, which is how we started this conversation. Mm-hmm. But she wanted the penis to be functioning. And I only knew from some of the kink conversations that that isn't always the case. Right. That's how you and I started. And your response to me was so brilliant. It was so gentle. And it was like, okay, Sean Lee, clearly <laughs> you're not trying to insult me. So if you fuck it up, I'm not going to hold it against you. Thanks for that. <laughs> because, you're welcome. Because I feel like I can't be the only person in the world who has the questions I have. Exactly. All right. So let, let's start at the beginning. So you are a... And by all means, stop me. Like, there's no shame in my game. Mm-hmm. You are a male to female trans. Correct. So trans that, woman. Trans woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I got more questions. I like, you just sent my brain <laughs> off into, into orbit, but I'll try to stay focused here. So you are a male to female trans woman, mm-hmm. which means you were born a man, a boy. I was born with a penis. I was assigned male at birth. Oh, that's what my son said, yes. too, when I interviewed him. That's real interesting language. I got to get that better. So you were assigned male at birth. Yeah. And then... You were you and I talked a little bit before we went on air, and you were kind of a guy's guy. 
Oh yeah, I could show you my beard. Every, every, a lot of trans women have the beard picture. I've got like the quintessential beard picture. Well, as you sit across from me, you're in great shape. Like, I got to tell you, I got a little bit of bite. I was bodybuilder. Mm. I got some bicep envy. I'm just pointing yeah, that well, out. Okay, yeah. you look like a really strong woman, but I can tell that at some point you were a guy. Like, mm-hmm. like, am I, please, is that the wrong way to say that? At some point mm. you were a guy. What's I it? definitely lived as a man. Yeah. Okay, so someone like me who has zero experience here. How should I, like, should I say you lived as a man or should I say you were once a guy? Lived as a man's probably. Because I look at myself as a female born with male chromosomes. So my body became what male chromosomes do to a body. It, it gave me a, you know, a penis and testicles and... Which you call, I think, what did you call those when you texted me? Poison darts or something? Uh, little poison factories. <laughs> poison factories. Yeah. You don't have to tell me exactly, but can you give me for them a ballpark? How old are you? I'm 40. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So you're 40. And when did you know? Like, when did you know? I knew that I knew that I knew when I was 25. Oh, it took that long. It took, yeah. I mean, I knew something was different when I was 15. I remember telling my mom, what's wrong with me? There's something different. She's like, nothing wrong with you. You're fine. <laughs> you know, because every mom says yeah, that. Exactly. Okay. Your kid comes to you. You're going to be like, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. So you're did, fine. did you tell your mom, I think I want to be a girl? And, and you no. said, or you just said there's something wrong. I just with said me. there's something wrong. I didn't know what it was. There wasn't in 19, this was 1995. There was no language, or at least I didn't know the language. I didn't know what, I'd never heard of the word transgender. I'd never seen uh, someone living as a female, or I'd never seen a trans woman before. I didn't even know that was any, it existed. You didn't even know it was an option. Right. I didn't even know it was an option. So I kind of want to pause you a second because you said something about 1995. And mm. so I was, I'm a little bit older than you, but we're, we're about the same range transvestite versus trans person versus mm-hmm. it, like is it all the same transvestite like you picture it like a vest like you're putting on a vest like putting on clothes okay transvestite um crossdresser like they wear their they wear female clothes okay as opposed to like a trans woman that is a woman that's changing from you know male to female that they are a woman they don't just wear female clothes they are a woman like a transvestite a tr- crossdresser still sees themselves as a, a man. They just wear their... They just play in women's they just, clothing. They, they yeah. play dress up. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Like, I'm not insulting um, anybody. A lot of them take it, you know... I know they, they, take, they it seriously, take it seriously, yeah. but, 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 but for all intents and purposes, underneath their clothing, because mm-hmm. I'm always like, I'm naked under my clothes. Like, all right, so if we take all of their clothes off... Mm-hmm. They live as, let's say, men in this case. Yeah. Because I'm assuming it goes the other way. They're probably women who are transvestites... Right? Yeah. A lot of who were born women who were right. okay. So I'm just trying to, to language it. So here they are, naked as the day they're born, all their junk works, mm-hmm. everything is man. Except right. when they put on the clothes and go out to play. Right. All right. I, I can wrap my head around that. Right. All right. So you have been so gracious, you guys. <laughs> so here's what I did to poor Marianne. I said, Hey, come over to my place. Let's go in my studio. Let's record. Won't that be fun? And oh, by the way, I want to ask you every question that's on the internet that says not to ask you. So <laughs> let's see how I can insult you today. Well, bring it on. And, <laughs> okay. and I might not have the right answer. I might not have the right, you know, politically correct, appropriate thing either. So Have you met me? Like, I don't, <laughs> of all the things, I don't want you to be as politically correct. But I okay. do want you to, um, you're the resident expert. I I remember being well, tiny. I was like, I was like 
six. And I said to my mom, I wanted to be a boy. Mm-hmm. But that's because I wanted to do boy stuff. Like, boys could get away with everything, <laughs> right? You got to stay out later. You got to do more. When you got in trouble, boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. Nobody told you to cross your legs. Nobody told you to sit like a lady. Like, I wanted to be a boy because I wanted the freedom that boys had. Mm. But not because I wanted to have a penis or anything like that. Right. But you have boobs. I do. Okay. But you have a penis. I do. So you're a chick with a dick. I am totes a chick with a dick. <laughs> We're a chick with a, I love that. Okay. But now it was, I feel like it was in, um, I feel like it was at a, at a kink party where you and I actually met the first time that someone, it might have actually been you, who said to me, a lot of times trans people don't, their, their, their junk doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to language this best. So h- help me. <laughs> like I got nothing from there. Help me well, with that. I've had my testicles removed as well. The little poison factors. Yeah, the little poison factors are gone. But you still have a penis. I still have a penis. And okay. it took, it was in August of 2018, I got my testicles out. And then it took another year until I, you know, when I orgasm, they're all dry orgasms. I don't ejaculate anymore. Okay. But you still have a penis. I still have a penis. Are you getting that taken off eventually? Is that part of the oh, plan? Yeah. Like if I could get it done yesterday, I'd get a vagina yesterday. Now, you know a lot about the surgery and all I know is what I think I know, which could be wrong. Mm-mm. So as I understand it, they just basically cut open your penis and turn it inside out? Well, there's a couple methods now. That's like the the classic original or one of the original first methods was the penile inversion. Mm-hmm. Which is, you, I, is that what I was talking about? Mm-hmm. Not knowing it? Yeah. Okay. And then there's the... There's, they use part of your colon for one now, and they also use a different one called the peritoneal flap or the peritoneal pull through. That's part of your stomach or something like that. Wow! So look at all the ways we can make of a JJ. Exactly. If you had a penile immersion, mm-hmm. can you still have an orgasm? I because mean, the the penis is like a large clitoris on some right, level, right? Right. Can you still have an orgasm? With well, that's that? one of the risks. You you, go, oh, you have to go don't in. Do it. You have to go <laughs> in knowing that you might never have an orgasm again. However, the majority of people that have had orgasms before the surgery will have you know definitely have sensation. You might not ever have the same kind of orgasm. It, your orgasm will probably instead of like centrally focused on your penis coming out of your penis the orgasm might be more of a body orgasm where your whole body just feels like it's coming instead of centrally located. See, oh, it's interesting because I've had those recently mm-hmm. and I still have a vagina, um, is, is energy orgasms. That's kind of something I've been playing with nice. where, it, where it's head to toe. Wow. At the, might I suggest. <laughs> yeah, that's like probably more satisfying in general anyway. It's different. I, 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 yeah, I guess on, on some level it's more satisfying because mm-hmm. with, a, with a vaginal orgasm or, or, or a clitoral orgasm, it is your exact, it's like a penis. It's very centrally focused. With an energy orgasm, my experience has been the convulsions go from your hair to your toes wow. and everywhere in between. So that's new for me and I'm playing in it and I only know enough about it to be dangerous. Nice. But let me see what I can do to insult you. So hold on a second. <laughs> I've got, where did my, where did Give my, me your best shot, baby. Right? I went online and I looked at all the questions you should not ask trans people. Mm. And Marion has said, go ahead. What you got? What you got? <laughs> all right. Okay, so I find this question offensive, even though it's not my question. It says, do I refer to you as he, she, it, or they? Why would I ever refer to you as it? There are some people that don't like any pro, that don't like he or she. I mean, I don't know any of those people. I've heard of those people. out, and I know there are people out there that feel more comfortable with it or I, something, not he, she, or they. Like, There's a bunch of different things people are... It's know. almost like this generation wants to segment so much so that eventually there's no segments. 
going to date myself here. Do you remember the library, the Dewey Decimal System, how oh, complex yeah. that was? Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Terrible, right? Until eventually they did away with encyclopedias uh -huh. and they did away with a lot of things and bam, the internet. Now you can find everything. But it's almost like you had to get that complicated to simplify. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah. th that's what it kind of feels like. All yeah. right. Did you have the operation? Now, you have boobies, though. I, yeah, these are natural. What do you mean those are natural? They grew hormones. Oh, I just assumed you had implants. No. Now I want you to know Mary's in here rubbing her boobies. She's like, I got them. I'm yeah. going to rub them. I'm, I'm so, going to pinch I, my nipples. I wake up like every morning and I like rub my boobs. And, and you're like, like oh, these this are is my so boobs. good. And I can squeeze these and rub these and these are mine. So now when you were living your life as a man, mm -hmm. did you like women? Oh, yeah. I still like women. Definitely. Oh, man. How you, can you not like women? That, I mean, that's my point. Like, right. how can you not like women? I ask I mean, my son that question all the time. Like, are you sure? <laughs> like, I'm the most accepting mom, and I'm like, dude, are you sure? Because, right. like, it could, you know, you could be chicks. He's like, no, mom, it's never, ever going to be a girl. You liked girls. Mm -hmm. Did you like boys when you lived life as a man? Um, I had sex with some men. Okay. Yeah. I liked men, too. I liked sex with men. I liked have more intimate relationships with women mm -hmm. and then I would have, you know, sex with, with, men. Guy, with men, yeah, cis males. So as I sit here with you, it's a very interesting place for me because one of the challenges, like I, it hit me in a ton of bricks in meditation yesterday, mm. why men send dick pics. Oh. Like, you know, you've watched my show, right? Mm -hmm. Dick pics, I find them, when you send unsolicited ones, I have a wall of shame, or I used to actually, I might do away with it because of this awareness. I really think, and maybe you can help me with this, Men who send unsolicited dick pics do that because they're flirting, but they don't know what they're doing. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. I've never considered, like, I'm not going to, like, the odds of me spreading my legs, taking out my phone and doing a <laughs> selfie and then sending that to some, it's like, she's not going to fucking happen. Okay. Right. But your brains work different. Men's brain, I guess, let, let me, let me language this better. Right. Men's brains who do that work differently. Yes. But you had what you felt like was a woman's brain. Would that be fair? Um, I'd probably say I had a I would have a I had a man's brain before. And then you like I thought like a man. Okay, so there we go. That's where I'm at with yeah. this. Is, is you thought like a man. So you I was socially like in society as a man. Well, and you said you liked sex with men. So there's mm -hmm. that there's a way that women look at sex and there's a way that men look at sex. And I'm starting to really, really recognize that it's fucking vastly different. Yes. Men look at sex almost, in my opinion, as a um a conquer as a transaction on some level. Mm -hmm. And women look at it as a connection space. Now, granted, there's always outliers, but just as a basic stereotype of framework. Yeah, as a stereotype, that's pretty, I would say that's a stereotype for sure. Okay, so if that's true, and just as we play with it, if that's true, then what happens in your brain when you go from living as a man mm. to going to that woman's space? Well, I was always demisexual. Like, I've been naked in a bed with female, you know, when I was living as a guy. I've mm -hmm. been naked like five, six, seven times and not been able to get hard not been able to fuck. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, well, I just need a connection. I need a mental connection in order to be aroused. I need a physical, emotional, mental connection, a spiritual connection on every plane with whoever I'm going to fuck to be aroused and get hard and fuck them. Preach it, sister. Preach you know? it. Yeah, and that it. was when I was living as, you know, as a man still. Mm -hmm. I still felt that way. So you so. said to me before we started, though, that you're pansexual. I am. But now you said you were demisexual. Mm -hmm. And I remember that Lindsay and I did a show, uh, which I'll link in the show notes, because it was pretty extensive of pansexual, demi what, like what it was. But for our purposes, because I can't remember right now, the mm. difference, I know demisexual is connection, right? Right, right. And pansexual? Pansexual just means whatever. It gives credence to, you know, there's homosexual and heterosexual and everything else in between. It's like... Like a pandemic. I'm glad, you know, <laughs> one of the positives of the pandemic has been that 
people know the word pan now. They have language for it. They have language for it. So pansexual, a pandemic encompasses everything. Right. Pansexual encompasses every sexuality. So whatever sexuality you are, whatever's in between your legs, if, if we have a connection, we can explore that connection. Huh. Okay, that's really interesting to me because... Um as you might have heard on the show, I just figured I liked girls a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm really fascinated by trans people because I'm because I don't understand it yet. Like, and maybe that's where that comes from. I don't know what I would do if I like if I had sex with somebody who had a, who had an erection and boobs. First of all, I think that'd be really fucking hot. But then I don't know what I would do. Like, what do you do? Do you suck the boot? I like. I got <laughs> <Right>. questions. Okay, <laughs> okay. So this leads us into our next question, right? How do you have sex? Well, that's I've had to redefine it. You know, from my getting my testicles out, I don't get hard unless I take a Viagra. Almost, you know, I can get hard. I can masturbate. I can jack. I like. I still like jacking off like a guy. Okay. I don't come when I orgasm, but I still like jacking. I like to main. It helps I, in my mind. I'm maintaining some erectile function, even though I can have a vagina yesterday. I would. Oh, I get that. I get that. But I still. If you don't use it, you lose it. Right. So I still want to be able to get hard. I still want to be able to penetrate. Uh, the last two times I've tried to put my penis in somebody, mm-hmm. it has physically hurt my penis to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, I have questions about that. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> like, hurt, now, really, hurt the skin, hurt the muscle, hurt the inside. Like, I'm hurt, sure. every, hurt the muscle, yeah. Like Everything hurt, hurt. Yeah. But yet you can you can get erect and touch yourself and yeah, it doesn't hurt. Exactly. Is it because of the pressure? Do you think? I think so. I mean, maybe the holes weren't lubed enough that I was trying to you, put you my learn? penis What'd in. What'd you learn? <laughs> yeah. It's like... I, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep trying. I'm not I'm not gonna stop <laughs> trying <laughs> until I get a vagina, of course. But while She's I have like, a penis, I'm a, while I have, have dick, we'll travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Is there a community of trans people that you're a part of? Um, that you know, lots of them. I guess not, is my question. Well, I would go to trans support groups before the the virus. Mm-hmm. I would go to you know in person support groups. They have them on Zoom now, and I've okay. been to a few of you know once a month on Zoom. And people talk about how difficult it is to live as the sex they want to be, or people to get talk about how much eat. like I'm, I don't yeah, want to disclose everything. anyone's dirty laundry, but I'm just curious when you say it's a support group. Mm-hmm. I think that so I think that Caitlyn Jenner did a wonderful job opening up the world's eyes. Whatever right. they, whatever people think about her is irrelevant to me. Right. She certainly brought it to the forefront. Well, that's that's what made, you know, it was whenever 2015, 2016, I didn't start transitioning until 2017. Caitlyn Jenner's interview with Diane Sawyer made me take a harder look at myself and be like, why, what am I doing? Still living, you know, this person is like extremely famous and they're not afraid to do it. Why am I sitting here afraid to do it? You know? What was the fear? I was, my biggest fear when I started was how are my teenage sons going to hear, feel hearing that their father is a woman? Because my sons were like 16 and 14. Yeah. So you, oh, I got questions, you guys. Don't worry. I got you. I got you, babies. (laughs) Because I can feel like, I can feel the questions that are coming, right? So how'd that conversation go down? Well, I was on hormones for a year before I came out to my sons. And how'd they take it? And they were they were like, as long as you're happy, we're happy. As long as you're the same person, we support you. I just I just fell in love with your boys. Yeah. I mean, what a beautiful gift. So here you are. Now, do they still call you dad? That's with all my kids. I have Wait, three, how many kids I have you got? three kids. Okay. With all of them, I'm like, if you want to call me mom, call me mom. If you want to call me dad, call me dad. Just... You're, if you call me dad, you know, just say she and her and that your dad is a woman. All right. Uh, and, you know. they're, and they're cool with that. Yeah, they're cool with that. My my youngest son was down for Christmas. We were playing a basket, pickup game of basketball in the park. And 
did he elbow you in the boobs? No, I, that's what they I do. Did not get elbowed <laughs> in the boobs. But he was playing with them, and then I got there after, and then green yoga pants and like a pink shirt on, and my pink shoes, and her boobies hanging and, out. Yeah, and my boobs hanging out, and my son was like, "Hey guys, now we can play four on four. My dad's here." Wow. So what, what did the kids do? I'm curious. They about all they all looked at me and then took a double check and it's like, uh, okay, I guess we're got, about to get beat by a trans woman. <laughs> Did you win? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> just checking. Yeah. Like, you can't show up there in pink hot in spandex oh, yeah. and not win. And like, not win. you can't do that. I didn't slam dunk, but. Why? Took it well, easy on him? Well, the virus has, like, taken my strength away. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> How tall are you? 6'1. That makes it hard, I guess, to find dates for men. Well, I, look, I did. I, I'm married to a tall guy. I know it's hard to find tall guys right. that, that fit your, whatever your criteria It's hard is. to find a guy taller than me, especially if I'm wearing any heels, but I love wearing heels. I love wearing six inch platforms and walking into a place and towering over everybody. Who doesn't? It's empowering as fuck. Right. And your ass looks amazing. Mm. And it's really good for your calves. Right. The things men don't know. Right. So now in terms of bathrooms, now this is mm. something that has been like, I always tell people, this is the place you come for sex and fun. Mm, yes. And this has been such an interesting topic because people have very definite lines in the sand. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, I who am so opinionated, I don't. I kind of stand in the middle and go, I don't know. Right. So let's start with question one. Which bathroom do you use? I have the female bathroom now. All right. Do you have, do people look at you? Like, how does that go down? That's one of my most like happy things to talk about with people. In, in June of 2019, I legally changed my name and changed my gender on my driver's license. But so that little M to an to, and when it becomes an F on your driver's license, this is like so a amazing. get out of jail free card. It's like, no matter what, I belong in this space. Wow. You know, but up until then. All right, let's pause a second. So funny story. A woman that I know, um, for whatever reason, goes to the, uh, and she's born cis woman, no, not and has no desire to transition. Mm -hmm. Goes to the DMV. Not really sure what happens. The next thing she knows, she has mail wow. <laughs> on, on her driver's license. And so <laughs> it was kind of a joke for a long time. She's like, "This is my get a jail free card if I get pulled over because where are they going to put me? They can't put me with the men because I don't look like one." Wow. You know. So, but but that was it was kind of a joke. Right. But but how do you get your driver's license changed? Oh, you got to go to the courthouse. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, what about your friends? Because you lived your life as a man, mm -hmm. and then. You came out to your kids. They right. were cool. Were you married? Let's back up just a second. Were I've been you... married twice. Okay. Yeah. Two women? Two cis women, yeah. Two cis women. Mm -hmm. And were you married when you decided to transition? I was engaged. Did you end up marrying that person? No. Or was... Okay, I was just checking. Yeah, she wanted me to re reverse my vasectomy and have a fourth child with her and have a third marriage. And I love this woman. I wanted to want that so bad. We were together like four years. It was probably one of the, the best relationships I've ever had in my life. I learned the most, like my boho, relaxed style, mm -hmm. like everything that I, you know, that allowed dressed you to like, accept yourself. Right, was, was I took from her, mm -hmm. but I knew ten years later I would shoot myself in the head if I went down that road again. I I wouldn't be able to handle having another kid, you know, and 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 pretending to be a man, pretending to be a man any longer. So I broke up with her. It took me a month after we broke up to finally tell her why I broke up with her. How'd she take it? She's like, I know. And I'm like, well, it's going to be, it's hard for me to tell you. And she's like, well, do you want me to tell you or do you want to tell me? Oh my God, I love her. <laughs> yeah. When my son came out, the only person who was shocked was him. Yeah. It's interesting if you pay attention to people, right? Mm -hmm. So when we were younger, there was a stigma that if you were gay, for example, mm. you must want to have sex with every man who has a penis, which right. is so not true. No, right? definitely not. Same thing is true, I imagine, with trans people. Mm -hmm. And that's where I wanted to kind of go in the bathroom, back to the bathroom for just a second. I know that I've talked to moms who were uncomfortable with their daughters being in bathrooms with with 
trans women, whether mm-hmm. or not they called them men. Like I, I'm, I get the I get the conglomeration, but I think it's important to acknowledge that if you were into children, it wouldn't have mattered what your gender or your or your sexual orientation was. Right. So that I just wanted to kind of clear that up because I think that's a real interesting thing when people get into bathrooms, they well, get kind of kooky. Well, never had a bathroom confrontation. Thank goodness. And I, I was always think, well, what would I say if that happened? And I would tell like a mother and a child that I would, I know why you're afraid. Your, your your fears are legitimate. And if I'm in the bathroom and I see somebody like that, I will beat their ass for you. I will protect you. <laughs> I will confront them. I love that. Oh my God. Yeah. That, I got to tell you. And I every trans, every trans woman that I have met that I've come across is pretty much the same. They're all scared as fuck to go into the women's bathroom, mm-hmm. especially if they don't have that F on their driver's license. Like I didn't go into women's bathrooms. I would hold it. I I would. I started knowing where there was unisex bathrooms around South Florida that were safe to go to. Wow. What stores had the unisex? What stores were like were cool? Like Target was said they were cool. So I went in the female. That's where was my practice. Going in female restrooms. What was, was in that Target. like the first time? It's scared shitless. <laughs> I love you so much. You know? I love your honesty. And there's a thing where you know if you're if you have a penis, your urethra is smaller, mm-hmm. and a lot of females they can evacuate their bladder within 15, 20 seconds. For me, it takes forty five seconds to a minute. So I'm I sitting, have often wondered why yeah. it takes my husband so long to pee. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, these other people coming in, hearing me pee, taking forty five seconds to a minute. They're like, wow, this person really must have to pee. Why? And I'm thinking that they're focused on my level my like they pee did. link time <laughs> and I'm sitting there scared shitless that I'm peeing too long so I'm trying to angle my pee so it hits the edge of the toilet so it doesn't make a sound so it won't sound like I'm peeing that long alright so are you a drag queen like that's a question here are you a drag queen no I have uh, utmost respect for the drag queen you know for their anybody who does that and their ability to do makeup I have no I can't even come in the ballpark of that good of a makeup really you and my kid I told my son the only reason you're gay is because you like dick he should have been able to dress me do my fashion <laughs> I mean something but I digress well that's the thing like when you when you transfer or when you transition <gasps> from male you to female to do makeup. you're automatically when you're automatically supposed to know how to do it I was 37 you're, not, you're supposed to know how to dress like a 37 year old female you're supposed to know how to do makeup you're supposed to know how to put an outfit together you're supposed to know how to act and hold yourself feminine you're supposed to know all these things like you feel the pressure to know that right away so <laughs> so we did take a little pause to get water and it's great because the next thing that came out of Marion's mouth was so this morning as I was masturbating and thinking about you no, alright fill out the rest of that sentence <laughs> whatever alright so you somebody wanted if somebody wanted to fetishize you mm-hmm. could they find you on FetLife yes okay so what would they look for on FetLife uh, mistress underscore Marion. And I will link this in the show notes, mistress underscore Marion. Now on FetLife, and I would love to have you back because this is kind of not the show for it, but I would love to have you back to talk about as a trans woman, what that's like to be a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. Because I imagine you get a whole different breed of cat coming in to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. And to work with you. I mean, yeah. But you do do pro-doming. Yeah, okay. I do. All right. So I will link everything you've got in the show notes. And then if people have more questions, would it be okay if we had another discussion? Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. I love this. Okay. If you have not, however, uh, Marion is in the Two Wild Orchids Facebook group. So I somehow think if you go in there and make a chat, you might get an answer back. Yeah. I'll, I'm but don't be a creeper. Like, I'll don't chat. do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as we get out here, I'm like, I like, I could still ask you a million questions, right. but I think my head might explode as well as the audience's. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I think I can sum it up this way. If somebody meets a trans person, mm-hmm. the best way to approach them is kind of what I, I don't mean to stick my foot in my mouth. Like if you start there, would that be the, the fair statement? If I walked up to you and said, I have questions, but I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth. Yeah, that's safe. Okay. That's that seemed safe. like that would be the safest place to go. I mean, you could say... Uh, ask them their pronoun. Do you, do you mind if I ask you your pronouns? 
if you ask them, if you say that, then they'll know you're hip to the pronoun game. You're at you're, least trying. You're at least trying. But and, and the worst question you, if you had to tell me as we tie this up, the worst question anybody could ask to a trans person. Yeah, the, the worst question is what's your real name, probably. Oh my God, we didn't even cover that. Yeah. Okay. How come that's a bad question? Well, I've. I feel like I'm a phoenix, have risen from the ashes, and I've eschewed that former life. And I have, you know, you're asking about those ashes. You're asking about that former life. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sending, responding and sending this in because when I talked to you, I was like, I, I, this is good. This is so good for, for everyone because there's so much. If 2020 well, thought us anything, there's so much we don't know. Yes, you're very welcome. I, I you know, heard all your podcasts. I wanted to be on your radar. Oh, thank you. And, I'm so glad you, thank you so yeah. much. All right. That was such an illuminating, fun interview for me. However, it was super, super long. So if you want to hear the full version of that interview, go over to twowildorchids.com and get in the membership site and it will be put up for you in all of its unadulterated glory where there were so many other things we talked about. All right, so as I get out of here today, you know how we do this now. I promise I'm going to do me and I expect you to do you. And together we are really going to do a fabulous us.